What's up, everybody? Happy Christmas season. It is December 22nd, 2023. I hope you all are done with your Christmas shopping and your decorations. And some of you who like it have been blessed with a white Christmas, or will be. I don't think we're going to be this year. It was close, but uh, the forecast has it kind of 50s, 40s and rainy. We'll see. Maybe we'll get lucky. So quick topic. There is an article that just got put up by the Christian Post entitled, Christian veteran who toppled Iowa satanic display says detractors overcomplicating evil. And I was just prompted to discuss it because I thought it was an interesting topic for Christians and how we're supposed to behave in a free country with the right to freely express our religious beliefs. The veteran who, uh, let's see, Matthew Cassidy, 35, U.S. Navy veteran, ran for, um, ran for Mississippi House of Representatives unsuccessfully. He goes to Des Moines on Wednesday and hears about this satanic display next to a nativity display at the Capitol. His initial intentions were not to do anything, but just to see it. And when he saw it, it was so offensive that he ripped off this metal head and threw it in the garbage and pushed over the red-cloaked object. Essentially said, look, the argument that this is somehow equal religious practice as a nativity scene is preposterous that our forefathers who wrote the constitution would somehow have foreseen this asinine behavior they would approve they wouldn't now he mentioned something along the lines of look this satanic group and it is a satanic temple that put out this uh, display and they have like the seven tenets or something fundamental tenets of their faith or something. It's ridiculous. And so the argument of Cassidy is you can't treat this the same. Just because they check a box on some government form doesn't mean that they should have the same rights. Worshipping Satan is not the same thing as worshipping your version of God. There should be lines that are drawn. In the same way that we don't allow certain cults that do snake bites and things like that to practice that in our country. This should fall under that, obviously, right? And the snake bite people, they're nuts, but they're at least believing in a misconstrued uh, passage in scripture where Moses tells the people to look at this serpent kind of altar on a stick that he creates as a way to heal them from these snake bites. And later in the New Testament, Jesus shares that that was a a foreshadowing of the cross, right? That that which we are poisoned with must die. And so Jesus became sin on our behalf and then was crucified on the cross. So similarly, the serpent was on this cross type of figure to cure them of their snake bite venom. In any case... It's nuts that there's a religion now that believes in doing that. They'll, like, release these snakes, and they'll bite people, and they'll pray over them, and 
I don't know. Somehow, <laughs> I don't know how a poisonous snake will uh, will ever not uh, be poisonous. How long has this uh, religion been going on unsuccessfully, right? <laughs> like, well, one of these days, we're not going to have to run them to the hospital. But unless they're secretly, like, uh, de-venoming them behind the scenes and it's all one big scam or something, I don't know. But this is not that, right? Like, that's nuts for a good reason and we don't allow them to do that because it's insane right and so is allowing an actual satanic temple to display worship items in the same way that you, that a belief in a god system that's been around in this country for centuries it's ridiculous and you know this made me think of the target situation i'm still boycotting target because I know that they haven't taken everything down. My wife says that they have some places, but I don't know. If you don't know about this, a few months ago, Target started to carry this line that was like Satan-worshipping rhetoric. And I'm forgetting the, the phrases. You could look it up very, very easily. Just look up Target Satanic Company, and you'll find like the pictures and stuff. So not only were they doing like Satan worship phrases, but they were also carrying suits for kids who want to hide their genitalia and pretend to be a woman or a little girl. So this kind of this kind of stuff I don't stand for. I've thought about doing a podcast on this, so I'll just mention this briefly, but I it's difficult to live in a fallen world and boycott anything that's not Christian-owned. But I am also not inclined to shop places that are anti-Christian, right? So there's a, a difference between shopping somewhere that's non-Christian and a place that's anti-Christian. When you carry satanic stuff that glorifies butchering children and, and jokes about Satan, and some people are even saying that it's not a joke, and I think it is. I, I think it's the idea of like, we don't really believe in anything. We're actually atheists, and so we say that we believe in, in Satan because it's the religion that pisses off the people that are telling us that we can't live the way that we want to live the most, right? It pisses them off the most. So the Christians that are saying, don't be gay, don't be trans, yada, yada, they're like, oh man, how can we goad them? And I'm not saying it's like this political conspiracy. I think it is for some, but what I'm saying is that I think they like it and companies know that. And so they market toward that. It's good business if they're selling. So Target refuses to draw a moral line because they think that they can make money in a new market. And I think that that has a lot to do with it. And I think that the LGBT community also kind of revels in wearing merchandise that bashes Christians. Now, this isn't all of them, okay? But it is often true. Otherwise, this company wouldn't be successful. Tell me I'm wrong. So Target carrying that, that was kind of a straw that broke the camel's back for me. Uh, Walmart has like some pride-ish sort of stuff, like rainbowy things kind of scattered throughout. But as far as I know, they've never done anything like that. The point here is that if you have options, then you should go to the one that is glorifying evil the least. Starbucks, on the other hand, that's another one that's that's difficult for me. I do go there for the occasional pumpkin spice latte. I'm not going to lie. 
But I do know that the CEO actually said several years back that he wished that Christians didn't shop at Starbucks. So that's fairly anti-Christian, right? And and we know that they force people to wear their LG, their LGBT um, buttons and garb and T-shirts and things. And I've had Christian friends, pastors, youth pastors wear this stuff because they're working at Starbucks part-time because youth pastors don't get paid well, right? And uses some sort of an excuse that it's like a witness. So now I come full circle back to this story about this statue and this vet knocking it over. And he says, look, it it shouldn't be complicated. Just you can't, you shouldn't be allowed to check a box and say, we're a religion. We shouldn't be allowed to worship Satan publicly, period. But we also shouldn't be forced to. And we also shouldn't be faced with the choice of having to choose if it's a a good witness or not. But oftentimes we're just making the excuse because we don't want to be mean hurt feelings, or get in trouble, get fired, get found out, get called a bigot. The truth is, we should not be forced to do anything like that. And we shouldn't be embarrassed for it either. That is what it means to practice freely based on your religion in this country. He says, as Christians, we need to stand up for the truth. And he even mentioned something that I thought was interesting. He says, you know, the world tells us to be ashamed of God, and he tells us not to be. For me, I would rather have an evil blasphemous display or no display at all than have the statue dictate what they think is appropriate. Dunwell told uh, the Christian Post. So this is a different individual that uh, essentially was saying it's free speech. And Casty says that he just thinks that it's a a misinterpretation of the Constitution. And I agree. He says the people who wrote our Constitution would be shocked to think of of defending Satan as as consistent with their beliefs when they wrote the laws that govern our nation. Simply because Satanists filled out a government form and checked the right boxes does not mean their display deserves to be equivalent to a nativity scene and displayed on government property, Casty argued. People start overcomplicating the truth, which is that God is great and should be honored, and the devil is evil and should not be honored, he said. I think people are tying themselves in knots, trying to justify it, and it's really a lot simpler than that. The devil is evil, and we should not pretend or act as if he is equal to a nativity scene. Citing Mark 8.38, when Jesus Christ warned that anyone ashamed of him will be ashamed on Judgment Day. So this is where I wanted to kind of camp just for a minute. I had an interaction with my stepdad recently where he rebuked me for having a conflict with my mom and not forgiving her in the short enough time that he thought I should. And then I became the aggressor and the sinner and accused me of sinning against him. And he wasn't even involved, so the whole thing was a bit ridiculous. But he, he follows up the ending with, I don't want to face Jesus on Judgment Day and say, yada, yada, uh, you know, depart from me. I never knew you because of this unforgiveness moment. Now, sure, there's a part in scripture that says, uh, if you don't forgive others, I won't forgive you, God says to us. But (laughs) I had no intention of not forgiving my mother, right? So he was freaking out over no reason. But I bring that up to contrast with what is being said here, that Cassie is saying that, like, he doesn't mention the idea of the depart from me, I never knew you. 
my stepdad was almost threatening my salvation. He probably wasn't intending to, but it was adding that line was too strong. So Cassie doesn't do that here, but he does mention that it does say in Mark 8:38, anyone ashamed of him will be ashamed on judgment day. So does that mean God is ashamed of us? I don't know. But uh, point being that it's not challenging our security of salvation. Uh, it, it just presents a place where God can be disappointed, I suppose. And there's place in scripture that says God can be pleased and say, well, well done, good and faithful servant. So there's something to be said there as long as there's an awareness that the gospel can't be touched, right? That salvation is secure. And that love, the fatherly love, that never waxes or wanes. All right, well, um, I think I've said what I wanted to say here today. Listen, stand up for what uh, what you think is right. And don't be afraid. You know, Ca- Cassidy responded to this this other politician that said it was a freedom of speech thing with simply saying, look, this is evil, flat out. This isn't the way that our founders intended, and we shouldn't make excuses for it. And Jesus said that we should stand up against evil, or we'd be ashamed on Judgment Day. I'd like to not think that means he'd be ashamed of us. I know there are some versions of Scripture that word things like that, as long as we're aware that as our Creator and father and lover of our souls, he will always love us perfectly. And so so this does not affect that. So let's stand up for what's right and, um, you know, have a Merry Christmas. There's a small one. Say Merry Christmas. Don't say it to piss people off. But say it because it's the right thing to do. And if someone says, that's offensive to me, I don't believe in... Christmas, you say, well, Christmas happens whether you believe in it or not, and I'm just wishing you to have a merry one. People that take things like that too offensively, that's their problem. Don't change who you are. You're not telling them to change who they are. And now my family is yelling in the background playing video games, so uh, we're all home for the holidays and having a great time. It's cold and rainy outside. You guys have a great holiday, and I will hopefully have some good content for you in about a week or so. All right. Merry Christmas. Hey, thanks for listening to the Boxless Nutshell. As always, I am James Arthur, your host. Those are my Boxless Views in a Nutshell. Please like us, follow us, share us, and leave us a five-star review if you like what you hear. We need your help to grow the show, and we're thankful that you're here, and we'll see you next time.